You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think I may have a new Christmas hit on my hands here. You like I every day you're pretty annoying. Out. Like today is one of the I am not of, annoying every day. Not every day. But when you sing songs and you like when the way I, that you have been today, you have to understand how annoying you when are. When I create magic because I'm blessed with the Christmas spirit. Sarah, or you I just say a word over and over and over again. Christmas time is Christmas time. See, everybody That's can not a hit. Everybody will know the lyrics. That's the important part of a Christmas song. And then on top of that, it's a catchy tune. So That's I because think it's I'm, already a tune of a song that exists. You're just replacing a word. Also, I may or may not have four hours of sleep. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. It is December 23rd, and it is our uh, show of the week here. We'll be back on Friday, but we have a full show lined up for you. And um, and to go you. back to Greg's delirious comment, he is so tired. I feel so bad for you. Yeah, we'll explain that. Yeah. We'll explain that. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. And we do have a special guest who's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right here on the Fun Employment Radio Yes, yeah, so Mr. Duran is going to be coming on next Monday. He'll be our yes. super secret surprise guest. But yes. in the meantime, he's going to have a brand new drive time at the drive-in today, which is going to be Doctor Who themed, which is going to be awesome. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Followed by Accidental Housewives. And that's coming up later here right on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yeah. Of course, you can subscribe to that for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Just go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe and sign up now. All right. So, Greg, why are you so delirious? All right. So, uh... I uh, I know why, but you need to tell yeah. the people why. All right. Well, so as everyone knows, of course, we do this show five days a week. This is our business. This is the primary thing that we do, which is fantastic, and we love doing it. But of course, we can always use some extra money on the side. Sure. And so I have started up a uh, side job, one of one of many side jobs, uh-huh. I have, <laughs> um, working for the Portland Art Museum here in uh, in wonderful Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. and. With that, I'm I'm basically I'm working with events that go on. Yeah. So I'm part of the events crew for things that they have there because they have some really big ballrooms that people can rent out. And very so fancy. Very fancy. Like if you recall, I think uh, I don't know, like six months ago or so, when we went to that super fancy event. Yeah. And you know we didn't know what to wear, or how to act, or like <laughs> what exactly. to eat. Greg thought everything was samples. It, that was an event at the Portland Art Museum. It was. Yeah. yeah. So they have these really fancy ballrooms that people can rent out. And there's been a couple of weddings this week that I assisted working at. So. Thing is, though, they start usually about 5 p.m. and they go to about 1.30, 2 in the morning. <laughs> and that was, uh, I did that on Saturday. And last night, which was Sunday, I worked for, d- did the same thing. So I got off work about 1.30 or 2. And then I had to do, uh, I did digital trends this morning. At like 7 o'clock this morning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I basically got about maybe three hours, three Yeah, when four. you said four, I was like, I think that's probably pushing it. Because you don't hardly sleep anyway. Four would be pushing it. I probably got about Well, the way you hours. talk, it sounds like you only get about like six hours on a good night. That's a good night. This yeah. is about half of a good night. So. Okay. So yeah, so I'm a little bit delirious and I've been... Uh, Singing you know, songs. Fun. Yes. I have been, I have created some wonderful Christmas songs. Too. But the, we are just so excited to be able to listen. And I'm not excited. It at all? No, it just keeps going and going. Actually, our guest that we have on today, you even actually were kind of breaking his spirit as well. He was just like, "You, what is wrong with you? Stop doing that." And so it wasn't just me this time. Well, 
I just think that there's a lack of Christmas spirit in this room, and I'm sorry that I have to be the uh, Paul Bear for that. Wait, Paul Bear is the wrong word. All right, so <laughs> Greg's brain, like everything, isn't really connecting right now. Yeah, he's so exhausted. I, I am. I am very tired, but of course, you know, we love doing this show, so I'm I'm here in uh, full spirit and um, drinking a lot of coffee. Uh, so yeah, so working these events, though, it's it has been it has been interesting. Yeah, this so is my you first had two weekend working at so you had two back to back events, two back to back events. Well, mm-hmm. one Saturday, one Sunday, and they were both happened to be weddings. That were going on, and I have never. Ooh, fancy Christmas weddings at the Portland Art Museum. Those must have been. Fancy. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were fancy. Yeah. They were very fancy. Yeah. Let's Christmas see. weddings, I'm sure, aren't very, very cheap. No. 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 Uh-huh. No. These were uh, very elaborate events. You know, beautiful, obviously, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as the arrangements and how they had it all done, but um, it is kind of a weird experience for me because I have never. I've never been on that side of a of a wedding. Like I've gone to plenty of weddings, you know, where you either have something invested, where you know somebody, or you're a friend of somebody who's getting married. Mm-hmm. Like, you know someone that's there. This time, though, this is working the event, which is a, an experience I have never had before. That's true. That would be weird being at somebody's wedding if you don't know them. You don't know them. You don't have any association with it whatsoever. Nothing. I know nothing about any of these people, but yet you're there at the wedding, so you. You just by virtue of being there, mm-hmm. you learn everything about these. these you learn the story people. of how they met. And I learn everything. Because, all their you know, relatives, all the all the best man speeches and maid of honor speeches, and their different ceremonies they do. Like I, I'm learning all this stuff about these people that I have no idea who they are. I don't know anything about them. I've learned, I, and then at the end, you feel like you know them because you've just learned everything yeah, like, about their lives. George, and, you gave a great speech there. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and how they and how they met and everything that comes comes along with it, and and also you. You get to observe. I'll say this, you know, uh, part of it is. Well, you're doing things you get this, paid to peep. Well, yeah, basically, I'm peeping into their lives. Is essentially, what I'm doing because because they're they're talking about everything that's going on in their lives and the family's there and everybody's having a great time. And yeah, essentially, I'm just kind of there hanging out. So I'm like. I'm peeping into their lives. I mean, but that's that's what Greg paid to peep. To that's like an awesome job for you. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I, it, it is. It's a fun. It's a fun job. Everybody that works there is really cool. But yeah, it's it's a weird, weird. Ex- it's kind of a surreal experience for me. I'm not entirely used to that. Like, I'm, I've never worked in catering or anything like those mm-hmm. those things or any kind of event thing like this. And so you have been a wedding DJ, but you have. But that I was have. when you knew the people that were getting married. That's true. Yeah. Yes. But that's again, I had something invested in that because I knew everyone that was that was in there. So this it, it has been weird. It's also been. Kind of an interesting experience, and I, I know you know. Obviously, bartenders are used to this, but watching people as they as they drink throughout uh, throughout weddings that is something I've never really had a chance to sit there and <laughs> to observe see from the outside. <laughs> yeah, it also makes me think, holy crap. I've act like a, acted like a drunk idiot at Oh, for before. sure. Everybody and, uh, acts like and that. And not that you know people are idiots, but they, you know they're drinking. They're having fun. They get a little bit ridiculous. And I did uh, it was it was kind of interesting seeing that and watching wedding and like pointing out being like, "Uh, yeah, that one." Yeah, she's So would you watch somebody get progressive like did you pick one for the night and be like, "You're going to be the drunkest person mm-hmm. here." Yeah, okay. yeah, I would try to guess. I would try to guess. <laughs> and nobody got out of control or angry or anything like that, but it's, you could tell they're having a lot of fun. Maybe a little more fun than everybody mm-hmm. else. And yeah, there was there was a girl in particular that I, di- I was uh, I-, I did notice that was a little bit more stumbly, a little bit more <laughs> crazy on the dance floor. And that's the other thing is watching people dance. 
oh my god, people are such bad dancers, and I know I'm one of them too. Yeah. But I never think about it if I'm on the dance floor. No, you think you're amazing. I've had on a the few dance drinks. Floor, I'm like, yeah. man, I'm awesome. And now I'm realizing, oh, there were people just like me watching me this entire time when I was at those weddings, commenting probably about <laughs> how ridiculous I look. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I noticed. Uh, it's always neat to see it from a different perspective. There's a lot of bad dancers out yeah. there. A lot of bad dancers, particularly the more they drink, to where it's just like arms like flopping around. It's like they're not they're even, feeling they're the music even attached to their bodies. Mm-hmm. It's like flailing around. It's but amazing they can how feel incredibly it. accurately you can mimic that bad dancing. Yeah, well, yeah, because I know that I do it. <laughs> I know that I do it. But yeah, it, so yeah, there, were, there was there was one girl in particular that was pretty interesting to watch. She um, so was she? Did she have a big payoff? You could tell that she was. Was she the drunkest one? Um, well, there was there was. Uh, a little bit of nervousness among the staff that uh, there could be perhaps some of those drinks coming back up. Oh, so that was that was of concern. So just kind of watched me like, oh man, I think I think it's going to happen. I don't know. No, not yet. Oh, it might happen. Um, but I mean, you know, it's it's just part of what what goes on yeah. with those things. So yeah, it was it it, it has been a fun uh, fun experience. I am definitely exhausted. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Change that. Part. Yeah, you have done a lot. Like Greg did. Yeah, you've worked about like three or four jobs in like within twenty four hours. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, this would be the fourth. Yep. Yeah, in twenty four hours. That's pretty four, impressive. Four different jobs. Pretty impressive. Working hard. Got to pay the bills. Yeah. So doing all that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's so so. Well, it, thank you for starting early for me today too. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So Sarah is going to be heading off to not Seattle. The magical land of Bremerton, Washington. Just outside of Seattle for your holiday festivities. Holiday festivities. Yes. Yes, I look forward to it. It's uh, it's fun. I get to see a bunch of my friends. We all uh, go out on Christmas night and hang out and uh, mm-hmm. and, and uh, much merriment is had. Yeah. We imbibe some cocktails. Yeah. Uh, go out on the town, uh, intermingle with other Bremelos. Yeah, Bremelo style. Mm-hmm. It's Bremelo style. Wow. It's pretty good. Bremelo style sounds kind of scary. It's kind of awesome is what it is. <laughs> it involves a lot of malt liquor uh-huh. and a lot of listening to like uh, like old albums that we'd listen to in high school, like a lot of no effects and, and Pennywise and face-to-face and just, you know, sitting in cars that are parked and, I mean, not sitting in cars, but I mean, just, you know, being being in bars. There we are. We're not sitting in cars drinking out in public. That's not legal. No. No. I picture that's all that happens in Bremerton. No. I picture that is a bar. Like, you go down by the water and there's, we like, do some have, van. We have names for uh, the different parks that we go to. Let's go to the van bar. Yeah, there's the Jabubi. What? We have a place. This is a name you came up with, or that's the actual name of the no, park? No, this is just what everyone's called it. No, it's just this it's Who's this park. Who's everyone? All my friends and I have called it this for years, and they, then they called it that before me because a lot of them grew up in Bremerton, and I just moved there in high school. Um, no, it's this, <laughs> if anyone's from Bremerton, I think they'll know what it is. Yeah, it's the Jabubi. What? And so we go there. What does go, that even mean? Mm, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> but we just we go to the Jabubi, and uh, all of us have um, like a Mickey's ice, and we just get some malt liquor. We catch up. We all you know hang out and and uh, have some drinks, and then go off to the bar and intermingle with other people. Ah. Mm-hmm. To the Jabubi. To the Jabubi we go. What are what are some of the other names of the parks that you go to? Well, I can't say, because the other ones are more specific as to where they are. Oh, like, those are the you can't names. reveal those things. No. Because right. they're exactly like... They're Bremerton secrets. They are. But Shh. everybody knows where they are. Bremerton Bremer- Bremer- secrets. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so we know, like, we'll go to this one blank that I won't say, or else, like, this year we're going to go to the Jabubi. So I'm very excited about it. A couple of my friends from who live in California are coming up. Uh, wow. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Well, that's that's. Mm-hmm. that's and my sister's going to be there this year. Remember how sad I was last year? Yeah, that she wasn't there, and I I totally made that picture. Like I I stuffed her pajamas. Remember? And yeah, that made picture. A paper plate if, head. If your subscriber is still in the Fun Employment Radio archive. You can go in there and take a look at that. It's one of the creepiest things you will ever see, and it's Sarah created a stuffed version I of missed, her sister I who was in California, sister. and complete with a paper plate face that she drew her sister's face onto, and gave. I think you even gave it hair. I did. I drew her hair you on gave it. Gave it a body. I gave it a body. It had shoes and gloves on. And then she yeah. sat there and posed for pictures with it. <laughs> and then my friends in Bremerton, that came, my friends uh, Mike and Ryan, came over and they too posed with pictures with uh, fake Heather That's because they've known so Heather for years too. It was very funny. <laughs> but anyway, the real one's going to be there this year. I'm super excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the actual Heather. The actual Heather. Wow. Yes. So no, no need for the replacement. No need for the out. stuffed Heather. You should make her pose for a picture with the replacement. Oh, that's a good idea. I think I might have saved her head from some, from last year. <laughs> yes. It might be somewhere. <laughs> you realize how insane that does sound? Yes. Yeah. No, I know. And okay. then tomorrow, of course, I, I go to church for the one time a year that I do for yeah, my parents. I have to do that, too. Oh, God. With the uh, ever so, like every year, he gets more and more uh, batty. The priest? The priest. He was the one that wrote the email to Jesus. Remember that? Yes. Okay. So Sarah and I both were raised Catholic, and uh, both of our parents still... So go to the church and all that stuff, and it's Christmas, and they want you to go with them. It just makes them happy. Like it just makes makes my parents like they know there's nothing like in it for them. Like they know that I'm not going to start going to church with them. All like that's just that's a thing that we do. It's unspoken. Mm -hmm. It's like I go to church with my parents. Right. That's what happens. But your your priest is going a little bit nuts. (laughs) He's going a little bit batty. Yeah. He is like every year his his speeches, which they they make less and less sense, which actually make them more and more entertaining. Mm -hmm. I've got to say, like then they've gotten shorter too. Because when when I was in high school, and I remember the same pastor was or priest was there, and he would babble for like 25 minutes oh wow. like for his yeah. speech thing in the middle or whatever yeah yeah and now it's just like we, we actually <laughs> my sister and i will and my dad will take bets to see uh, how long the speech is going to be <laughs> and so we'll be like all right seven minutes and so we'll time it and that makes it actually go faster because we'll time it to see how long it actually that's takes. a good idea mm-hmm. yeah I, it's funny going back to the we do go to the church because it's like I'm all of a sudden immersed all the way back into the politics of everybody who's still there. And, you know, and there's always the, the rumors and everything that's going mm-hmm. on about people and all the town gossip. And now apparently the priest at this one has been chasing some people away. Uh-oh. People aren't very happy with him. And so they've been going to Salem instead. Uh-oh. Oh, man. So there's oh. a big, there's that's turmoil. Like there's, there's turmoil going on. And also Christmas, of course, for... Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't go to church much anymore. Well, I, I don't, except mm. for except for at Christmas when mm-hmm. my parents want me to go. But there's always this one dude every year who is this guy with a beard, and he has his acoustic guitar, and it's like his time to shine. Mm-hmm. And for him, this is his American Idol. He's going to get discovered at the St. Patrick's. <laughs> Christmas Mass in Independence, Oregon. Yes. So I'm sorry, I'm calling him out uh, because he is a terrible singer. He's oh. awful. His guitar is never in tune, and he can't sing at all. But it's his time, so he will extend songs and like redo verses over and over and over just to stretch out his time as long as possible. Oh God! So everybody's got to watch him in every single thing. You go like two minutes. Oh, time for another song, and then he'll come back up and he'll. He'll sing another song. I this hope- guy loves it. <laughs> I look for my staples too because there's always this girl that I went to high school with that always dresses as an angel, and she's not, she's she's not. It doesn't have any mental issues, to the best of my knowledge. She was normal in high school, okay. but she danced. So what they do is they have the whole manger scene set up on the you know on the 
whatever it is, like the front of the church. Right. And she and what they do is uh, they have people dressed as angels, which are usually little children. Yeah, but this girl like who kids. is mm, 33, she's probably actually older than me because I was the youngest in my class. She's 34. And uh, and what, they, what she does is they dance, like they start the ceremony, you know, and they have the incense and you're coughing because there's so much incense. And then they dance, like she does this dance every year where she dances in the baby Jesus. In an angel costume? In an angel costume. A 34-year-old fucking woman Whoa. in an angel costume dances and like twirls around and then places the baby Baby Jesus in the manger, and then kind of like, like goes away. It That's is, like something out of Napoleon Dynamite, dude. It was. It's so <laughs> uncomfortable. And my sister <laughs> and I are horrible people. And whenever we sit there, if she even like starts to laugh, then our laughing has always been contagious. Like she's like, and, and so we'll just sit there and try not to laugh. And my parents get pissed. Well, you guys aren't quiet laughers either. No, <laughs> no, we're not. So, thirty-four-year-old still playing the angel in the yes. So I'm, I'm uh, here's hoping her, that, that this her, is going to be the year that she's not doing it. That's her big moment every year. This yeah. is what she has. This is what she lives for. She's the center of attention there for that mm-hmm. brief moment playing the Are, angel. That's usually a well. Speaking of wonderful girl. Christmas presents, somebody was almost a Christmas present when he was birthed on this year. Almost, uh, um, but not quite. Almost, but not quite. Not as special yeah. enough to be a, not, a Christmas present, no. but close enough to ruin his birthday every year. Yes, indeed. So that's good, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us now on his birthday. On his day of birth. The one and only Kenny B. I was my mom's greatest Christmas present. Oh. Is that what she told you? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> not that not that perhaps Christmas was. Is that what she said as she was giving you a present like the one present for Christmas and your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the birthday Christmas combo present. You're a Donna Martin Christmas baby. Donna right. Martin from Beverly Hills 90210, she too suffered a Christmas birthday. And everyone would give her, not double presents, but they'd give her one present for both. Oh, did that happen to you? Uh, it it has. Yeah? My People parents, just try to slough it off and just give you one? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, like, you know, um, distant, not distant, but not immediate family members would do that. You know, birthday slash Christmas oh. thing. But my grandparents on my dad's side and my mom and dad have always been, like, really, like, conscious of the fact that... Uh, I, they should separate it. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was really young, I always thought that Christmas was all about me, and it was really just for <laughs> no. My That's what no. the trees were for, and, and everything. All the presents. Were Everyone mine. was <laughs> celebrating for you. Did you get pissed that other people were opening presents? I did. Yeah, there yeah. was one year I remember like clearly being like a people. We had a Christmas party, and it was for my mom's family, and everybody showing up with all these presents, and me being like, "Oh my god, there's all these presents <laughs> for me!" And people started opening them, and I was like, "Those are mine." Don't open them. <laughs> <laughs> or a little Kenny B. Yeah. <laughs> I just pictured him like a little kid with a big oversized yeah. nose. No, the my present. My nose didn't uh, grow for a while. Yeah? Was, was a it child, small? A tiny little button nose. Yeah. No, I want to yeah. see a picture of you with a tiny little button nose. Mm-hmm. And giant glasses, yeah. like oversized glasses. I didn't start wearing glasses till eighth grade or so. Well, you're yeah. ruining our mental I know. image. Here. I know. I know. Your image of, of my childhood. Little button nose yeah. and no glasses. I don't even know who Kenny is anymore. Yeah. And then well, I got glasses and my nose got big and then I became a terrible asshole. <laughs> you became well, the, a shit apple. The nose had to you know, support the glasses. That's it's why true. it grew. The, the glasses were so heavy, my nose had to grow to support them. So, Kenny, let me ask yeah. you, how, how old are you on this blessed day? I am 30 plus one. Oh, 30, plus one. 30, 30 wonderful, Kenny. 31. I've crossed the threshold into my 30s. There you You're go. You're just diving in. There you are. Inside my 30s. You feel any different? No, yeah. not really. Yeah. This has been kind of a, uh, just a, like, it's just, it doesn't even feel like a birthday. No, right there, there really aren't any after that. 
<laughs> the only one is like forty. Apparently, you and know that's a big deal. And, yeah. But yeah, other than that, yeah, no, there's right. really there's really no birthdays. Yeah, they become less of a deal. I found that out. They really are less of a deal. I think if you get to like eighty or ninety, sure, you know those are events. Mm-hmm. It's more like, Everyone's hey, just, congratulations, you're not dead. Yeah, celebrating the fact that you're <laughs> yeah not dead. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. Well, I'm not dead. Uh, I'm still alive. Oh, oh good. There we go. Um, yeah. Unless you are, and we are too, and we're all just sitting in here, and we're ghosts in the machine. Could be. All right. Well, Kenny, since it is your birthday, of course, we do want to have Drunk Elvis sing something for yeah, you. Absolutely. Happy birthday yes. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And we did get you a couple presents. We did. The first of which you are adorned with right now. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Your fun Employment Radio sweatshirt. Yeah. yeah. That's what he was doing. I saw him playing with the string. He is... Oh yeah, it's attached. Oh my, my god! Electronic cigarettes, so Greg. He makeshift. <sighs> Is that so? It's, so it's attached around your neck at all times. That's right. Your electronic cigarette. It's literally that, that Bobby Lee neck. bought him. <laughs> yeah, it's my Bobby Lee electronic. Is that still cigarette. the same one? The, uh, the the tank part is different, but yes, it's okay. still the same battery. Yeah. All right. Well, Kenny does <laughs> have his Fun Employment Radio sweatshirt on with an electronic cigarette hanging, hanging from, it. from the drawstrings. Thank you, Bobby Lee, the gift that keeps on giving. I, I guess so. Merry Christmas. And then we also got you a coffee tin because we know how much you love those, this Kenny. fantastic. It feels like there's something inside this Kenny, there tin. might be some stuff in there. So, Kenny, okay, I do have to say something. We all know that Kenny loves metal and containers for oh, some yeah. reason. <laughs> so we have a chair here in studio you may have heard us talk about it. Apparently it broke. You know, it, that's fine. Whatever it happens. And we were getting ready to throw it away today. Kenny's like, oh, wait, there's still good metal on that. <laughs> so... It's a plastic chair, but there are of, metal legs. And this was in front of Andy from the Mighty Southeast and Michael as well. And they both witnessed this Yeah, mm-hmm. so as well. True. Kenny sure. took the chair and threw it into his car because he wanted to salvage the metal off he of it. He actually said, there's good metal on this. And I'm like, are you joking? He's like, no. I'm like, oh. See, now, I, I've got some questions. We'll open up presents first, but I've got some questions for you about that. <laughs> okay. Is All there right. any metal in here? So we've got our coffee tin. Since he loves those, and yes, then maybe there is something in there. Kenny, there might be a little something in there you for you. So why don't you? In this, did you? <laughs> oh man, we missed a golden opportunity there, we Greg. Really did. <laughs> I don't think this thing's that airtight. I'm pretty sure I would have known. All right. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh, double stuffed Oreos. Yeah, whoever left those in the green room, we just give those to Kenny. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to whoever you are. <laughs> I always enjoy a good double stuff. We're just yeah. stolen giving to Kenny. <laughs> we just oh, went around there. Assorted candy that's covered in coffee. Oh, boy. Well, you should open the card last. Okay. I'll do that. All right. Hey, this is metal. What is this? It's a bracelet. bracelet? It's a friendship bracelet from me to you, Kenny. Where did you get this? I got it at a store. You you actually purchased this at a store? Well, I purchased it for myself a couple years ago in a store. (laughs) And there were were like 30 of them, and I lost them all. So that was my last one I found in my bag. She found it, yeah, in the bottom of her bag right before. Yeah. All right. Well, I it's not metal, it. Kenny. Stop picking at it. I'm you can't melt it, it down. Feels like it might. No, it's no, plastic. Oh, it is plastic. Okay. It might be metal. All right. What else know. is in your in your well, coffee? It looks like there's two pieces of licorice here. That was also in the green room. Red yeah, vines. Sorry. They feel a little. Uh, they, no, they're open. Good. They're, good. they're good. They're, they're open pieces they're of licorice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's loose. Yeah, loose in here. And there might be a little bit of coffee grounds on there. So you know that gives a little coffee flavor. A little caffeine kick. Cherry licorice. Yeah. There you go. And then there's just uh, there's just some uh, M and M's rolling around on the bottom. No, Greg there. wanted this to be that's significant. A bit. That's the gift from me. So as you know, I'm very stingy with the M and M's. But since I have a three and a half pound bag of them in there, there's an uh, I spared a few of them. You're spreading the M and M. Yeah, but you ha- you better eat those. Do not let those go to waste. There's one in here that's a that's a I don't know if this is the proper nomenclature, but it's a it's a Siamese M M&M. and M. 
A Siamese M&M? Yeah. Probably not. You the should probably eat it yeah. just to destroy it. Yeah, yeah, you have two peanuts in that one. Oh, God, Greg is so Had jealous. I known that, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, that you wouldn't have given that, that to back. you. So you better enjoy that. You realize you just got gypped. You're just full of, of terms that... Uh, oh, is that... Is I that know. Bad? I guess I that's know. not one that you can say anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. All right. All right, Kenny, open your card. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can eat more of your peanut M&Ms. Or spill a couple on the counter and then Greg has to eat them. I like those with a hint of coffee. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Mars, Mars should uh, get on that. Trademark. Fun employment radio. <laughs> <laughs> This feels like a card of some sort. It is a card, Kenny. We got you a card. It says, Birthday Diva. Yeah. Yeah. And that I am. That so. you are. Ooh. There's a there's a gift card. Because we didn't know what kind of card to get you, so we just got you the generic one so you can buy whatever you want. Yep. I like that. You buy mm-hmm. yourself something pretty. That's nice, because you can use it for whatever. You mm-hmm. sure can. You can trade it for favors. Mm-hmm. Ew. What? <laughs> and it says, Kenny, we love you so very much. Thank you for all that you do. Have a wonderful birthday. Love, Sarah. See, that was my, so that was my nice, meaningful, heartfelt one. Yeah. And then Greg got a pen. Then Greg signed below, Kenny, thank you, exclamation point. For your enjoyment, here is a drawing of a three-boobed woman. Love, Greg. Yeah, it's a good drawing there. I figured that would be something you'd enjoy on your birthday. That... There are, in fact, three boobs on this woman. <laughs> there are indeed. <laughs> you should have seen Greg writing that. She's only partially laughing. nude. You'll note she's wearing bottoms. <laughs> she is I wearing didn't want to be crass. You, yeah. You don't want to take it to that, that level. I like how you, you, you added the underwear after the fact, so there's like this weird sort of gap in her crotch. <laughs> well, I wanted to make <laughs> no. sure she was properly covered. I mean, I'm not trying to be crude here. She's, I just, I she's got a camel toe. All right, Aaron's saying, ah, uh, yes, the Martian tri-boob. Yeah. Yep. That's, what that's the hell exactly is with this? Un- did you just draw the underwear on afterward? <laughs> yeah. I had to clothe her. She was she was unsightly. Greg, the way that she was. Wow, you, it's sir, like reverse, are the true artist. It's a reverse camel toe. <laughs> now, if you would like uh, me to draw you a picture of a three-boobed woman, you can contact me and commission me for that. Um, the card says there's no such thing as being too spoiled on your birthday, and a three-boobed woman says that in spades. So it is. Thank you. It is. See, I want yes. you to I want you to just be happy, you know, today. <laughs> you go ahead and you treat yourself with that picture of the three-boobed woman. You can probably cut it out and frame it if you want to. I, I, I think it's, I might. It's almost wallet size. You could probably put it in your wallet so you can take it. Oh, I'm sure that his lady want. friend would love a crude drawing <laughs> of a three-boobed well, woman yeah, in his wallet. He's, he's going around during all the day. Creepy. You know, he's stuck there at work. He's like, oh, man, I'm just feeling kind of down right now. Wait a minute. What's in my wallet? Oh, a three-boobed woman. That makes me happy. <laughs> Who isn't made happy by a three-boobed yeah. woman? That's what I want to know. Especially one that I drew. That's a lot of boobs. So, yeah, it, it really is. Anatomically correct. Yeah. Three boobs. Absolutely. All right. With well, bottoms. That's fantastic. Thank you guys very yes, much. Yes. We love you very much, Kenny. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry I didn't draw you a three-boobed woman, too. You know, I really, uh, I think you didn't go the extra mile. Okay, I know. I failed a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I really do love red vines, though. Oh, good. Yeah. Somebody won this uh, this Christmas Day. <laughs> Merry birthday, Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and Greg, you just blew it by saying Christmas Day because this was for his birthday. Yeah, so yeah it's both. you were just, no? No, I'm giving him one for both. <laughs> You're going to be one of those assholes. Yeah. Yep, yep I'm one of those. Yeah. Lump it all in. All right. Well, three-boobed ladies, too. And yeah, so how's your how's your lady friend with the two breasts? <laughs> I, she I'm only has sure. two. Okay, good. Yeah. One and two. I call them. Those that's, are the names. That's very creative. <laughs> Number <Wow>. one. Uh, <laughs> Number one. Yeah, I can actually kind of picture that. And I don't want to. Sometimes I draw a beard on it. No, just kidding. What? Um... She's doing well. Her uh, her best friend is in town, or she refers to this person as her bestie. 
Mm-hmm. This could give you a clue as to what this person is like. <laughs> it's her bestie. All her right. Bestie. So is her is her bestie from around these parts? Yes, grew up out here. Okay. Lives in New York. All right. Home for Christmas. Although his family left him alone on Christmas, they left for another city, and he's just it's a he alone in his house. Yes. Okay. It is a male gentleman. All right. A male suitor. (laughs) Not a suitor, just a friend. Do they spend a lot of time by themselves? There's going to be none of that. Do they? They spend a lot of time by themselves, but I have nothing to worry about. I'll just put it there. Yes. Okay. All right. right. So he's a a man who who likes other men, who desires. That's correct. Okay. All right. All right. right. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted Mm -hmm. to see. Yeah. Or so they tell you. Okay. He's very um, very, uh, uh, enthusiastic. Oh. Yeah. Okay. As you can imagine, you've met my girlfriend. Talks a lot. Best friend is pretty much what you're saying. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's very uh, uh, extreme version of himself. Okay, and uh, and I've, oh, that I was, must be overwhelming in your house. I've been a little like I was apprehensive about it because he's he's kind of sort of staying with us, but not really. And, oh, uh, wait a minute, is he squatting? No, 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 no. He's okay. Like he'll come over for a night and then go home the next day. And, okay, but he doesn't drive, so I have to give him a ride. Wait, you have to drive him everywhere? Well, I don't have to drive him everywhere. He'll take the bus to our house, but then sometimes he'll drive him home. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've been a little uh, apprehensive about it because I don't I Just, uh, it's your best friend in the world. Mm-hmm. You know. Wait, so, like, were you nervous I'm if he wasn't going to like you? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what okay. is it? How has it been going? And it's been going extremely well. Good. That's what I'm going to say. We've been bonding because we can both relate on the fact of how, what a pain in the ass my girlfriend is. <laughs> And, and up until oh, this that's point, awesome. I've never really had anybody that uh, knows her as well as I do and, yeah. and can relate to all of them. Like, do you realize how crazy she gets when she doesn't eat? And he's like, yes, I do. What is that about? And it's uh, okay. I'm, right. I'm very good. happy for this yeah. newfound friendship. However, be wary of telling any girl's best well, friend, yes, gay, no, straight, I, or anything too much information. Don't give him anything that he can use against you. I'm, I'm, I make sure that he brings it up. Yes, that's you know? smart. Yeah, that's smart. You know? Don't break. Don't yeah. Don't overload any. If he right. makes a complaint, you don't one up it. Just be like, oh, right. totally. Unless he's totally testing you, and then he's going to go back and say, uh, do you know what Kenny said? Because I just asked him, and uh, yeah. he thinks. Yeah, because if you don't really know him very well, like, and you don't know the friendship very well, you got to make sure that you're not get, that it's not entrapment. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should like I should drop something to see if he tells her about it. Ooh, a test. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Oh, that know? is a good test. Like like I don't know something weird that mm-hmm. like I only have actually have one testicle or something like that. And then see if she, if she she comes to me and it's like what really <laughs> <gasps> you know something like that something Wouldn't that's she not. Know? She should know, I think. She, she, she. I don't know. Girls yeah. don't really brood around down there a lot. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I'm not really into that area. <laughs> I don't even know where that's going right now. <laughs> into the All testicle right, so area. You want, no, not into the ball play. So you want to. <laughs> He's not into ball play. <laughs> yeah. That would be an odd thing for you to just bring up to him, though. That's true. By the way, I only have one testicle. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell, don't tell my girlfriend. <laughs> but he's kind of dirty. He talks about sex a lot. So, yeah. You know. Like Do you guys talk somewhere. about your sex life with? Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's fine. All right, um, we'll bleep uh, that afterward. Kind of. I mean, not in explicit detail or anything, but I mean, you know, we make jokes about it and stuff like that. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. He's very, uh, he's very uh, a dirty-minded person. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So he makes a lot of sex jokes. All right. It's fine. I'm the same way, so it works out. Okay. But it's interesting. I've never had. A, you know, this is not to say uh, that I. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. There's not. There's anything wrong with no, this. Right. Wrong with yeah. It. Uh, I've never. But had, it's still like, sharing a lot of informa- personal information. Right. And I've never like spent a lot of time around a gay person. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So it's it's a new experience for me. Cool. Okay. It's interesting. All so right. is he going to be spending the holidays with you guys? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's not going to be there on Christmas, but his family's gone, so we're going to like have him over for dinner and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, okay. So he can't be alone on Christmas. Well, no, it's pretty miserable. Okay. All right. So, well, yeah. so so you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So actually, it's been it's been uh, it's been good. And I was nervous about it, and uh, it's all good. So is there okay. any uh, proposal in the mist? No, no proposal. All right. Wait, no. are you lying? No, I swear. Okay. Right. Now, wasn't it last year for Christmas that you got her? <gasps> no, it was her birthday. God. It was her birthday. In the Kenny, heart-shaped box. Kenny bought oh. her a ring. <laughs> this, not that kind of ring. This, this is, no. So you're not doing that again this year, are you? No, and that's You're not getting her sucks. any kind of confusing rings. Mm-mm. Yeah, no that's jewelry. good. That's good. No confusing rings. I got her a, uh, a spa-like thing related to a spa. A gift certificate to a nice spa. Oh, okay, good. So. Um, but uh, her birthday is uh, January 3rd. Oh, so okay. So it's like we get our asses kicked right around this time of year because – and she's – if I'm a little sensitive about my birthday being close to Christmas, she is extra sensitive about it and really, really wants it to be the separate thing. And I'm like, you're not even in the same year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so so anyway, it's uh, – it's, uh, it, I pretty much broke this time of year. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. My money is gone. So it's uh, – it's difficult to plan ahead accordingly to be able to make her birthday a special day. And completely separate from the big holiday that just happened a week ago. Right. I didn't just take one of these presents that I was going to give you for Christmas and move it to your birthday. <laughs> so you're doing it to her where you're complaining about it that people did to you. Oh, my God. That's so true. Yeah. Well, you're it, one gifting. I, I went and bought this thing and I didn't expect it to be as expensive as I did. And I'm like, well, and then I was like, well, that's her birthday present now. Because I can't go spend that much more again. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, that's it. Yeah. I'm done. Tapped out. You're so. tapped out. Okay. She doesn't like it, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> well, just play that for her. That's, she... yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how people should be talking about their yeah. loved ones. Yeah. You don't like it? Fuck them. <laughs> oh, Kenny, you have such a sweet way with words. You should just write her a poem. It's true. Well, all right. No, I had a question for you no. about, about the... Uh, about the metal grabbing because I don't ah, know yes. if you, I know you've been busy, but I talked about on the show how I've found a couple of things in the dumpster as of late, and they were they look like really valuable, and mm-hmm. so I thought so I took them. But you have been an avid metal collector, well, for quite some time. Are you still mm-hmm. doing? You're still doing the metal collecting. I don't I don't go out and retrieve metal. If I see metal that's just not well, tied you, down, I'll take it. Wait, so no, I don't see metal is, on the no. side of the road, like no. say a construction site. <laughs> oh, it's not tied down; must be for free. This backhoe has the keys in it. No, <laughs> um, and like if you know, people put stuff on the curb, and they're like, yeah, "Uh huh, free." I'll take it. Now, then, do you turn around and sell this? Uh, when I get a sufficient enough amount of it, I'll take it to the scrapyard and sell it. Yes. How and much is a significant amount? Couple hundred pounds. Oh wow, that's a lot. How yeah. much do you think that broken chair that you just put into your car will fetch? Mm, I don't know, fifty cents, maybe a dollar. So what? What is a couple? That'll give you a buck well, for that chair. Mm, I don't know. I don't really? know. It depends on the price. Depends on the price. What's two hundred pounds of scrap metal get you? Uh, like twenty five bucks. All right. Yeah, that's still a lot though. Two hundred pounds. Yeah, that lot. seems like a lot of work it for seems a little like payout. A lot, but it's not. It's not really that much. Oh yeah. And I did find a big giant water tank in my. Attic. Oh, I discovered that I have an attic. You have an attic? Yeah, I was going to say. An attic, a full-size attic with a floor and everything. What? Yeah. How did you not know this? Well, I, there was a, there's a, like a, um, a uh, crawl space like, access panel thing on the ceiling, and I always thought it was just 
the open, you know, rafters and everything, and it wasn't, you know, you you couldn't walk up there or anything. I thought it was just insulation, and because my old roommate was like, ah, no, there's nothing up there, so I just never checked. You just believed it, <laughs> yeah. And we've been having a bit of a storage problem at our house because we have so <laughs> much shit. Hoarding problem, yeah, right. And uh, so uh, I, we discovered that the attic is fully floored, and so we've been like carrying stuff up there. And I discovered, like, we discovered a bunch of old '70s like light fixtures and stuff, a bunch of cool what? old shit up there. And I didn't find anything of value, unfortunately, but I did find some metal. I found a big, huge metal water tank, and it probably weighs. Mm, 250 pounds. Oh, so you got yourself 25, 30 bucks right there. How are you yeah. going to get that out? Did you already Well, I built a pulley system, constructed a pulley system, too. <laughs> well, of course you did. <laughs> did so what you did is you basically spent as much money on the pulley system as you yeah. will make from uh, the water tank. That's a for debate. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also going to use it to get stuff up into the attic that I don't want. Because there's, no, there's no get rid of some stuff. Well, I mean, I want to take all the stuff that's in storage in the basement and put it in the attic so that I can make the basement into this workshop that I've been planning on making forever. Now, there's no stairs up to the attic, but you said that it's got a floor on it. How secure is that floor if you start it's good. piling it's, a bunch of stuff on it's it? It's actually like really... Uh, it's, it's hung and groove uh, wood. It's like really old school, heavy duty. Uh, it was probably done in like the 20s or 30s, so it's like really good. It's a good solid floor. Plus my friend's a contractor and he was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. You can put whatever up there. Plus, there's a 250-pound water tank that's been sitting up there. And yeah, hasn't that hasn't crushed you guys to yeah, death yet. Fair. It that's was fair. right over the couch. I'll just say that. Oh. Right over where we sit. So that's a little, little bit disconcerting. And I don't know where it came from or why it's there. It's not attached to anything. It's just sitting up there loosely. So I don't know what the fuck it is. That's uh, weird. But John, it's all rusted out inside. So John and Boring in the live chat said, Greg X, all surprised that he never... Ex- that Kenny never explored it, but I have whole sections of my own house that I won't go into. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very that's true. That's no man's land. No man's land you don't go into. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where the spiders and the rats are. <laughs> and the crawl holes are yeah. where that's for the ghost children. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't get any... I didn't find anything creepy up there, uh, which is good. All right. Except for the old 70s stuff and, like, really old blinds and just weird... That's fun finding that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like a... a Christmas present or something, discovering a whole other part of my house. It was like, whoa. That's pretty cool. Also kind of creepy thinking about that. Hopefully you didn't unleash something when you opened it. I mean, that that was probably sealed for a reason. That's that's a good point. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Yeah. Well, here we should uh, we should take a break because we do need to say goodbye to Sarah. Here. I do need to get on the road. Oh boy, it's going to be a long journey up north today. It's <laughs> like my accent. Yeah, is that how you speak? I in don't Bremerton? know. That's yes, that's exactly. <laughs> it's my do? it's my Bremolo accent. Yeah, that's what it is. Talk how a Bremolo would would speak. I say, say do talk like how a Bremolo speaks. This good morning. Good morning. Oh, good morning to you, fine sir. Yeah, buy you a forty. Ounce. Would you like to go to yes. the Jabubi? <laughs> Would you like me to buy you a Mickey's Ice at the Jabubi? <laughs> I shall meet you there. Wow. Wow. So you do you actually know why it was called Jabubi, or can you just not? You just don't want to say. No, it. I don't know why it's called Jabubi, but oh, I'm saying like the other place I can't say because it's the location of the place. I'm just top secret. Mm-hmm. I top think secret things going on there. Your mission for this trip should be to discover why, in fact, it's called Jabubi. Okay. Yeah, the I'm origin the, of the Jabubi term. I'll find out the origin of Jabubi. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> some sort the of... The origin of Jabubi. J.K. Rowling novel. <laughs> 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 so I shall find the origin of the Jabubi. But right. everybody have a wonderful holiday. Yes. Or Christmas or whatever it is that you celebrate. And then I'll be back on Friday. 
Excellent. Show. And I think Kenny's going to meet back again too, right? I think so. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh my goodness! Wow, it's a twofer. A bookend yeah. uh, a Kenny sandwich. Yeah, if you will. Much needed vacation time. Uh. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm going to attempt to play things off of my computer here since Sarah awesome. is leaving. And uh, have a good Christmas. Yeah, thank you. And thanks to all of you guys. Have a very happy Christmas. I'm waving at the computer. Yes. And nobody can see me. Really is. Really Sarah has two bottles of whiskey in her bag right now. Shh, it's a long trip. So, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, I'm bringing it. My dad and I are going to drink some whiskey and smoke a cigar. There you go. I like that. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, as we know, my computer is not the greatest, but I'm going to attempt to play the songs on here. And uh, don't be surprised if something messes up if you're listening live. But otherwise, we'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio.com. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I kind of messed something up right there. So I'm just going to be honest about what just happened here on the show. We took a break there while Sarah was exiting, and uh, we got reports that while we were playing music, you could hear me talking. As it turns out, I don't really have an onboard microphone, or I didn't think, but we determined that it is, in fact, my web camera, which was transmitting noise through my computer, transmitting my sounds. What I'm nervous about is, does that mean that my webcam is in fact on right now? Because there's no light blinking that says it's on. I'm pretty sure somebody's watching you. Have I Seriously, though, have I been hacked? I, I don't know. That's so bizarre because it doesn't look like, from looking at that, that there's any microphone or anything. But I would assume because you have a webcam, you have a microphone. <laughs> this is fucking terrifying. So that means that my webcam, it, despite the fact there's no light indicating that it's on, that I have no program open that would be running the webcam. It's possible that it's just the microphone. Which, or is it possible that someone is watching me through the webcam? It, it's possible, but I think it's almost creepier that they're listening. This is seriously yeah, unnerving. listening in, listening in. Because I'm on this computer a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Well, it's a good thing we weren't having our normal conversation, you know, that we have off air. Well, yes, that's true. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is fortunate. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, so, anyway, that, I'm sorry, that really throws me off just a little bit. So, uh that was a big uh, wrench in the works. Yeah, 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 that that does kind of that's a bit unnerving. Uh, now I am kind of nervous. What are they watching me well, for? And I wonder. It'd be pretty damn boring. I would be a pretty boring. Uh, that's true. Boring There's not peep a lot of dirt. There's not a no, lot of dirt. it's mostly me looking at the computer and then cursing at it. <laughs> if someone has a fetish for that, of me yelling "fucking program" over and over, that might be something. That could work. And if so, then I need to be getting a cut of that. Let alone, you're going to figure out there's this website just dedicated <laughs> to you. There's a website out there with Angry Man is, and his computer <laughs> with a bunch of people with weird fetishes about that. Is I, that a thing? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah? There's a fetish for everything. Yeah, that's true. People cussing at their computer. And if there isn't, then you should start it, I think. Yeah? Yeah. You could be a celebrity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Maybe that maybe Is that, that how you want me. to be... Uh, how I want to be known yeah. as the guy who um, gets people off by cussing at them. <laughs> what's the, what's the pay like on that? <laughs> is there, is there a good pay for it? That is always the question. Yeah, yeah. because that's and speaking of pay though, how much is this worth? This is what I wanted to ask you about. So, huh, okay. I mean, hmm. I want to know. I, I'm a little bit nervous about myself, and I talked about this on the show mm-hmm. about how I have picked a couple of things up out of the dumpster. Uh-huh. But just because they were really nice, I picked up that Blazers full basketball, you know, backboard and hoop mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. That is cool. That was in the dumpster, and I I figured that shouldn't be in there, so I did take that. But then I started noticing other treasures, and I did start thinking about mm-hmm. other dumpsters that are around, especially outside of apartment yeah. complexes, and if there are things of value in there. Now, you do you go through dumpsters? Because you started down. <laughs> you were, we already talked about how you collect metal. 
Do you go through dumpsters? The dumpster, the dumpster is the gateway to uh, to scrapping. So you started off going through dumpsters. Yeah, I started seeing. Hey, there's some stuff that people are throwing away that's that's worth some money. What? Okay, how did it start for you? Um, well, it started that I couldn't. I didn't have any money to support my addiction, mm-hmm. my cigarette addiction. <laughs> so okay. okay, I was like, I'm broke and I can't buy nicotine. I need to find a way to get money right now. And uh, that's when I just started thinking. I just th- started thinking, where can I get money? And then it was like, well, where did where do drug addicts get money? Okay. And, uh, <laughs> so what was your first there. what was your first dumpster experience? How did this happen? Because I really don't want to go down this road, mm. but also I'm seeing things of value that are yeah. kind of happening with her. Yeah, it uh, was a. Uh, they were doing some construction by my house, and there was a big construction dumpster, and they'd thrown away some uh, aluminum frame uh, windows. Okay, and, uh, so that was your first glass step. Was out of them, and I yeah, I was like, that's. How did the thought process work when you first saw that? Did did, did you have well, any like I'd, I'd already apprehension like, gone down? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's some there's some guilt. Did you feel yeah, yeah guilty a little like, dirty weird, for doing like, it? Is this it's weird because it's garbage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you're going you through garbage. It? You're going through garbage. You're going through garbage. That's but that's almost secondary to it's not my garbage. Should I be going through it? Like should you be? I mean, the people. You know, you you jump to the conclusion that well, they're throwing it away. They don't want it. It must. Be okay if I take. Oh, it. so you had the guilt of going through someone else's garbage. It's someone else is still someone else's property. I not mean, guilt about your own descent into right. going through dumpsters. Right. You didn't worry about that too much. That was really secondary. To okay, the, to the this is someone else's <laughs> property. All right, so so you got over the guilt of going through someone else's dumpster. Obviously, right. Then how did you rectify the own you know feelings of just wow, this is what it's come to. This is well, what I'm doing now. You know, this is who I am now. You got to kind of uh, survey the area. You know, you got to look in there, and if it looks like there's anything really gross and nasty, then I'm not going to jump in like a. I'm not going to just jump in any old dumpster. So that's your limits. Around. You have limits. Yeah. You Plus, have rules. What are your rules when you see a dumpster? Uh, only if I see something sticking out of it that looks like it could be of value. Okay, I'm not going to go open up a dumpster and just you, look inside. <laughs> so, okay, so you so yeah. you have to see it sticking out of the dumpster, or maybe if I'm throwing something in said dumpster and I happen uh-huh. to notice mm-hmm. that there's something of value inside there. What What if it's like a couple layers down? Well, then I probably wouldn't see it, so I wouldn't yeah. know. Um, yeah. But uh, also, if it's sticking out, and it depends on like how big it is and what it is, and like if it's covered in like what looks like filth of some sort, then I don't really want to. Then you won't take dig it. Dig it out of there. Even if it's yeah. what if it's worth like what's what's the do- what's the monetary? I mean, limit? if it was like uh, copper uh-huh. or uh, you know aluminum, these are non-ferrous metals, Gregs. They're much more valuable. Okay. They, they have a higher price per pound. All right. So uh, you know aluminum. Um, uh, any uh, any uh, copper, you know, okay. stuff like that, zinc. Okay, those are all very valuable. So those those so those just are your standard, uh, you know, steel and uh, stuff. It's, you know, it's not that. Okay, great. so if you start doing that, then what's the next step? Is that when you started driving around? <clears throat> well, then you start getting into the world of like, all right, well, like you start thinking about because you cause you run into some some nefarious characters sometimes when you're out collecting so metal. There's competitors. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we talked about when you yeah. were driving around and you would Craigslist the- particularly attracts a lot of. Uh, a lot of, of a lot of uh, metal predators. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and so, but then you start like noticing, you start becoming aware of like where tweakers are and what they're doing, and like you you already have that. That's what I was thinking. Is I've got tweaker you're, neighbors. You're, you got yeah. you got tweaker dar. I don't know what you'd call mm-hmm. it. You know. Yeah. And so 
that's a that's a good step in the in the direction of being able to spot no, where I'm, things are that meth heads would want. I'm also. a lot like like the National Geographic experts who go out with the lions, you know, and know mm-hmm. the behavior of the lions. Since I live next door to meth heads, I'm kind of the expert on it, which I do want my own show for that. So, are you actually thinking of getting into this, or you're worried that you might no, be going in that direction? I'm worried it's a slippery slope because I did take the backboard out of there, and I did say I was going to keep it for myself, but now I kind of want to sell it. <laughs> I kind of want to sell that and right? make some money. Just, just throw you know a few cents into it, and you could turn around and sell that. Thing I worked four jobs in the last twenty four hours. Right, knock one of those off. See? So and that's another that's another step is when you have to start working multiple jobs just to make <laughs> make it by and finding extra ways to make money, and you start thinking about it. You become an entrepreneur. Okay, but I don't want to be known as that. I don't want this. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy, and I don't want to drive around and start noticing things. So I want to <laughs> learn from your mistakes. <laughs> Because I do have a bit of, you know, basically what you're saying is throw out pride. pride was pride ever a factor? Mm, only during daylight hours. <laughs> so you only go out at night. If you're at the, if you know, the cover of night gives you a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, protection to your pride. Okay. Say that. All right. So yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you shouldn't go out at night. Maybe you should stay out only during daylight hours or only go near a dumpster during the daylight because if there's no light, you might be, you know, tempted to take something. What's the, what's the best thing you ever found at a dumpster? Mm, an old air conditioner. <laughs> now, did you refurbish the air conditioner? Or no, you- no, no. I sold that. You sold it just for scraps. Okay, it's very heavy. They're very heavy. Old right. air conditioners. A lot, a lot of how much metal heavy. did you? How much money did you get for that? Uh, I don't know because it was in a pile of other stuff. Okay, so I don't know. It was like a thirty dollars run. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ah, I still, I still am nervous <laughs> about myself. And you I got to go down this round. You got a truck. You got lots of room. I do have a lot metal. of room. I've already got it full, full of <laughs> other things so that I need to get rid of. Well, see, this is really how it starts. Is like I started cleaning out my house and shit because I have all this just extra crap and. And you start like, okay, what am I going to do with this? Am I going to donate? Am I going to take it to Goodwill? This is kind of like crap that no one wants. What am I going to do with it? I don't really want to throw it away because I'm always apprehensive about that. I'm like, and it started down the recycling path because I'm really into recycling things and I want everything to be recycled. I don't want to contribute to the you know the garbage problem and all that kind of shit. So I ended up like separating all the things out and I'm like, oh, this stuff's all metal. I was like, oh, it's metal. It's metallic. I can take it back for scrap. And then that's where it started. And, and that was just my own stuff. And then I was like, well, what else is are other people okay getting rid of all right so this you is know, a slippery slope you i don't want to go down. You, you're starting to collect a lot of shit yeah and maybe you're, you got all the, a bunch of shit in your basement from random people living there there might yeah. be some metal in there dude <laughs> that that is a good point <laughs> think about that what are you gonna do when you get rid of oh, i hate the fact that this is the way i'm thinking and all you, right you, well, you recycle right yeah 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 so you don't want to just throw away stuff that could be yeah. reused right that's a good idea and you could get money for it okay Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. I'll start. I'll start thinking about this. Okay. <laughs> well, another thing that you're obsessed with, and I did want to do this just for your birthday. So mm-hmm. it is Kenny B's birthday, and before we before we do this, we will say coming up here in just a minute, we're going to debut a very special segment, a crossover segment, if you will, mm-hmm. because Kenny, of course, on this show used to do nerd facts, Co- a crossover callback, if crossover you callback. There yeah. we go, nerd facts, and since it is, uh, it's the Monday before uh, before Christmas, before right. our little break. We've got a little bit of science facts. So we are going to have nerd facts versus science facts coming up here in just a minute. But first, Kenny, this is just for you. No, no. Since it is your birthday today, and we've talked about before your ASMR, Mm. here's just a little something for you. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Not like that. Okay. 
this going? Ah. Uh. This happy little barn. Hmm? It's right here on top. Wherever you think the sun might hit it. Not a fan of the voice. Not a fan? This doesn't work the, for you? The, the sound I thought the... this was a great gift. Yeah. It was a little bit of an ASMR. No, you gotta go with dudes. Okay. Dudes are what get me. Okay. The dude voices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a fan of the whispering either. Although this is, yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah, I... I think you... I'm going to open it up, but I think you used this mm. little tool, mm-hmm. this little scrapey tool, to um, sort of trace over what is this the design doing? that's already there in this case. It's hard to describe, Greg. I don't want to be in the same room with this. <laughs> Never mind. That was a terrible idea. That's yeah, what right? lack of sleep like does. It's, it's, not, it's not anything interesting from the out, outside perspective because you're just no, I, staring no, it's, blankly at the wall. No, like, what's, mm. no, what's disturbing is just how into it I could tell just by your face. <laughs> and that's, that's where the disturbing part was. All right, let's go ahead and do this. It's like so, flipping a switch. So here's how uh, nerd facts versus science facts is going to work. Kenny is going to give us what, <laughs> what he thinks are some facts, and Dr. Science is going to dispute them and tell you where you're wrong because you're wrong on many, many, many different things. <sighs> so... I'm I'm curious to see what Dr. Science has to say about these things because right. I know these to be true. Okay. They're they can't be refuted. All right. So, well, you consider yourself a man of science, Kenny? Much like Dr. Science myself. Mm-hmm. And uh I also know that you listen a lot to the the textbooks and the knowledge centers and whatnot. <laughs> listen to all those things. <laughs> you listen to all of them. And I'm here to tell you where you're wrong. But go ahead. I'll let you know. Perhaps, perhaps maybe some of, you, some of your, uh, your different things you're going to tell us are correct. Mm-hmm. And perhaps they're not. All right. Let's find out. Okay. Let's learn, Kenny. All right. Well, first off, and this is true, a teaspoon of neutron star weighs more than all the humans on Earth. Combined. This is this is what you're saying. One teaspoon of a neutron star, so dense that it weighs more than all of the human beings on Earth combined. That is absolutely and incredibly wrong. <laughs> there is no fact based on that. Um, let's go ahead and with this. So here's where you start off wrong. What you said a neutron star. A neutron star. Okay. Number one. What do we know about neutrons? <laughs> They're subatomic particles. They're, They're part- very tiny. Are yeah, they not? That's- this is true. They're right. very small. All right. They're, they're smaller. They're about the size of an ant. Uh, small uh, ants, like I, sugar ants. I, they're I, smaller than sugar ants. They're, they're smaller than sugar ants. They're smaller than you, sugar yes. ants. And so you're saying, A, neutron. No, that's that's obviously wrong. That is not going to weigh more than a person. Do you weigh more than an ant, Kenny? <laughs> well, you have me there, Greg. Well, you do weigh more than an ant. I admit that... Uh, but let's that talk about the other sense. thing. The neutron part is just, a, just part of it. So basically what this is saying, neutron star, tiny star. Is what we're hearing from that. So, it, tiny star mm. is part of that. But now we have to look at the second part of this. As a human, I weigh about 160 pounds. Kenny, how much do you weigh? Right in there, 155, 160. Okay. Yeah. And you're trying to tell me that a tiny star weighs more. That Just is completely false. Because let's talk about what is a star. A star it's is made. A giant ball of plasma. With- when you look up into the sky, Kenny, uh-huh. what do you see? What do you see shining, shining back at you? Stars? Light. Light, yes. Stars yes. are made of light. Now, I'm going to show <laughs> well, you an example okay. of how ridiculous this argument is. Mm-hmm, 
Have you ever picked up a flashlight, Kenny? I've used a flashlight a time or two. And what do you what do you, what happens when you turn on a flashlight? Light comes out of it. Light comes out of it. Do you feel overwhelmed or weighed down by the weight of this light as it shines on you? If I show if I shine a flashlight on you right now, would you go flying across the room because it's so heavy? No. Well, there we go. The reason this is wrong is because right there, stars are made of light. Light does not weigh more than people. That's a false fact. I'm sorry. Whoever you learned that from was was incorrect. I... So, should I just do some more reading? Well, you were wrong. So, I, I mean... I'm just telling you right there. I'm, I'm happy to try to correct this stuff so that you don't go around spouting off these fake facts. Look, I don't want to get into details here. I'll, I'll just... We'll just agree to disagree. Well, you're wrong, but that's okay. All right, let's let's move on to the next one. What do you think? Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, My next one is, um, and this is true. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's got some reputable sources behind it. Um, Is this another thing from your books? It 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 came from a book. Uh huh. That was it had sources and a bibliography and 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 numerous. Checks. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, adult elephants cannot jump. They're too heavy. They can't jump. Their muscle mass doesn't match their weight. So I say, so I can understand this. Yes. Adult elephants cannot jump. That's correct. They that cannot is, jump. And that's, is, it's been studied. This is what you're telling people. By multiple researchers mm-hmm. over the history of mm-hmm. researching animals. Elephants, they've never, they can't jump. They physically can't do it. <laughs> you could not be more wrong. What? Let me explain to you, Mr. Kenny. Wow, we've got a lot of work to do here. <laughs> Let's talk about elephants themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, what are elephants? They're animals. Elephants, in ancient times, were related to cows. They're what's known as cows' big brothers. They're, so, but they're, I was right, they're animals, right? They, they are animals. Okay. That is correct. Cool. You are correct on that part. Yeah. You they just are... keep you keep asking me questions, and then I answer them, and then you tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, it's so I don't know whose fault is that. Uh... Whose fault is that? All right. So uh, in ancient times, of uh-huh. course, uh, the cow's big brother. Okay. Gray big brother. I mean, when you say ancient times, are we talking like four, five thousand, ten thousand? How many years ago? Is there a number? <laughs> In approximately 1147 AD. Okay. I'm not sure if that's... Cows and elephants right. lived in harmony. Really? Now, okay. cows, are, cows, of course, the little brother to the big gray elephants, running okay. around uh, and everybody's uh, having a good time until... Okay. The cows started doing something. The cows and the elephants were running along in the field. Yeah. And they came across... A big fence. <laughs> now, there was lots times, of grass on the other side of the fence. Was it greener? But the elephant was so big it couldn't get over that fence because it could not get high enough. In fact, because elephants it in jump. ancient times could not jump. Oh, ancient elephants couldn't jump. In 1147 AD. Mm-hmm. Now, the cows got over to the other side and they began taunting the elephants. <laughs> Taunting them of all the wonderful grass that they had. Mm-hmm. And these elephants would just run around in circles all day trying to figure out how to get around it. Until the elephants started doing something. They discovered that the fence 
was in fact made of some wires. <laughs> okay. The like elephants, fence, with yes. their massive size, mm-hmm. were able to stamp down some of that wire, but they knew they'd encounter other fences that weren't wire. Mm-hmm. So what did they do? They had the force. They started eating the, eating the wire. <laughs> they started eating the wire. Huh. Uh, but the wire is, is hard to get down in there. It's hard to get into their stomach. And slowly it would build up. And it would build up in their faces. Slowly, over time, over approximately 40 years, <laughs> pushing down their noses because it was clogged full of wire. Eventually, these noses grew into what we know today to be trunks. That's how elephants got their these trunks. These trunks, that's how they got their trunks, From was eating, eating wire. wire. Eating wire that would get caught and like push out, push out their noses. Okay, okay. Now, because of that, they found out that if they push down ever so slightly with their trunks, it would in fact spring them over fences. Now, it's very rarely seen, but elephants' trunks are in fact one giant spring inside. Okay, but spring, that's not jumping. That's jumping that's over not it, jumping. though. A that's jumping over jumping. it. No, that's no, jumping no, no, over no, no, it. No, no. That is, too. Jumping by using their legs, that's a jump. You don't jump with a... If you have a spring on your shoe, you're not jumping. Yes, you are. No. No, you're pushing down and you're jumping on it. And that's what an elephant's trunk is for. Rarely rarely seen in nature. There's uh, some videos you can find online about it, but this is actually just a scientific fact that elephants jump using their spring, spring trunk. trunks. God, what do they teach you in school? I, I'm flabbergasted. I'm starting to question most of my uh, childhood knowledge. Well, that's good. That's what we try to do here. We try to get you to question things and learn the truths. Mm. All right, Kenny, let's do one more. One let's more. One last one. Okay. Would you rather have one on uh, humans or uh, on the earth? Mm. Let's go. We talked a lot about... We only talked a little bit about animals. How about we do something about the earth? All right. I mean... <laughs> Either way, I'm, you're going to edu- be educated. It doesn't really matter. You, yeah. you you could take any question from mm-hmm. any it's know, true. area. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go with this one. Um, the Earth, and again, this is true. This is true as far as I know. It's been backed up by science as far as I know it. Um, the Earth has more than one North Pole. <laughs> Actually, it's two. I'm sorry. Uh, explain explain how that is. How this is th- that you know this? There's, well, there's there's magnetic north, and then there's there's true north, the <laughs> rotational point of the Earth. And they're different. So you're telling me there's two north poles? There's actually there's actually two north poles. Yes, there's magnetic north, <laughs> and then there's true north. Uh, wrong. So. <laughs> It's it's so wrong. It's hard to even. I, I don't even know where to where to go to this one to explain it. I mean, it, <sighs> so like standard deviations and all those kinds of things. No. Sorry, I'm just uh, pumping up some science okay. juices into my brain here. There is, in fact, only one North Pole. Whoever told you that was pulling your leg. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> we must go back to, once again, ancient times. Ancient times, the, the time 1100-ish or so, right? Around there? <laughs> I don't know where you get that date. <sighs> okay. Going back to 1843. <laughs> when at the time... Definitively ancient. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1843. At that time, hmm. we only knew of the one pole. Yes. And that was the South Pole. Mm. Was what was known at this time. Now, people had long heard of the South Pole. Mm-hmm. Now, how it was down there. And many people thought that was the only one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, the Earth, as it sits in space, it needs... What what is the Earth really when you look at it in space? What does it what does it kind of resemble? Um, a a planet. Is that right? <laughs> Looks like a top, doesn't it? Well, it's a big round top, like a children's toy that you must spin on something. Uh, okay, all right. It's, but tops are sort of more, you know, the onion shaped. So we all so. knew that the Earth was a top spinning right. on the South Pole. Okay, it's a top it's spinning out on the yeah. space sheet. It is spinning. And as it was spinning, everyone was like, oh, this is wonderful. We have a pole. How nice. How neat that is. But wait a minute. Mm-hmm. How is the pole actually spun? <laughs> because wouldn't that be hard if you, if you were to wrap two hands around, around the earth and spin it? Boy, that's, that's a little hard to spin a top that way, isn't it? It's a little mm-hmm. hard to spin Your a top. Your hands would like crush people A little bit, a little tough. A right? little tough yeah. just to spin it on that one pole. That's not how you spin a top. It doesn't so. make sense. And that's when ancient right. explorers... Okay. Decided to figure out how does it spin, <laughs> and they traveled up north via dog sleds and bouncing elephants, and made their way further and further up until they got to the very top. And what did they discover? There was a pole? There was a giant pole sticking out of the top. But see, the pole... In the shape... Okay. Red and white. It was was colored red and white. So it is literally like a candy cane pole. Without the hook on it. I mean, let's not be ridiculous here. (laughs) I apologize. I'm sorry. Okay. And when they got there to the very top of this earth where no one had ever been mm-hmm. no one had ever seen how the earth was spun they realized this is in fact how it works and that's when they also discovered something else that's long thought to be a myth someone has to spin that pole don't they for the earth to stay rotating <laughs> I would the myth has been world, confused yes. over time with Coca-Cola and various other things about the true role the polar bears and the whatnot, right of a man named Santa Claus. Ah. Santa Claus actually lives at the top of the earth and is, in fact, the source of the spinning of the North Pole. The one North Pole, which keeps the earth on its axis, so in spinning it, on the South Pole. <laughs> okay, so in, 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 in your definition, Santa's job is to spin the pole. That's exactly what Santa's job is. But this myth was created years ago to keep us from finding out this. That he, in fact, oh, delivered presents and all kinds of different things. And, oh, he doesn't exist. No, that's because they don't want people to know. Because if, in fact, something happened to Santa, the Earth would stop spinning and it would fall over on its side. That's, I don't know that that's that's how things work. Exactly. Well, that's a fact. And I'm sorry you're wrong. Well, you said it was a fact. So, can't really debate that, I guess. There you go, science facts versus nerd facts. 
I, uh, wow, you've got a lot of things to learn. You know, I thought maybe with your birthday and maybe you're getting a little bit older, you'd pick up some things. But it, it does show you're never too old to learn. I guess, I guess, you know, I kind of thought I was smart and I knew things. But mm-hmm. I guess, I guess I don't. No, no. Uh, but I think everyone else has learned quite a bit today. I guess you'd listen to to science facts more often. I think it's absolutely uh, absolutely something you mm. should be doing. All right. Well, I feel I feel like I've done a pretty good job here today. <laughs> you know, I feel like I've accomplished a lot. I have earned I've, my paycheck. I've, I've, <laughs> I've dispelled untruths. I've corrected you on many different things. We've learned about jaboobies. Jaboobies. We've learned that you're a pallbearer. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and we've also learned that I'm very, very tired. Yes. (laughs) I am as well. My brain hurts. A quick note. Mm. We were scheduled to be having Matt Bronger on today, Mm -hmm. which if you're listening to this podcast, uh, he was was supposed to be coming in today, but something came up. So he is uh, not coming in today. Had just a personal thing going on. He is going to be here on Friday, though. Friday. So we're just doing this one show. Uh, right now on December 23rd We will be back on December 27th For another episode But we are taking the next three days off So just to let you know that And mm. Matt Bronger will be appearing on Friday uh, Send us an email Funemploymentradio at gmail.com Give us a call 503-575-9120 <laughs> Mr. Kenny, happy birthday Thank you very much Trivia is still on Thursday Ooh. 1502 Northwest 19th and Quimby 7pm I will be hosting trivia. Come on down. What's the subject matter of uh, the trivia going to be? Uh, well, there's the tchotchkes round, which is random knowledge of all sorts. Then there's p- the potato power round, which is geared towards the couch potato. And after that, it's the uh, book learning round. And then it's the whammy round. And then there's the physical challenge. And then it's the uh, mystery noun. And then it's a music round. So lots and lots of stuff. What's the physical challenge? Do you make people bend it in weird depends positions? depends on different... Usually it involves something with beer and me taking beer games that I used to play and just turning them into something because I'm not creative. You don't touch the people, do you? No, I do I do not touch. No touching? No touching. All right. No touching during the physical challenge. I don't want their... Would you get bonus movies? points if somebody did touch you? Um, mm, depends where they touch me and how they touch me. Okay. Yeah. So you can be bribed. I can be bribed, especially with touching. All right. Just depends. All right. So go see Kenny on Thursday. Touch him. (laughs) Please wash your hands first. The viscous rub. Mm. No. Don't like it. At Quimby's. Quimby's, 1502 Northwest Night Data Quimby. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. It has been... uh, it's, it's been awesome this last week, especially we've been able to see a bunch of people who have come in to pick up their Fun Employment Radio sweatshirts. And people. everybody who had one that was being mailed to you, you should, uh, I believe they're all in the mail. So if you haven't gotten it yet, send us an email and we will uh, make sure that it was uh, it was sent out to you. Um, Deliveries can be difficult this time of year. They can be. This is the, uh, the, the heavy traffic time. This is, in fact, true. Yeah. Well, coming up here on the Fun Employment Radio Network in just a little bit, actually, right about 5.30 p.m., will be Aaron Duran with a brand new drive time of the drive-in featuring the music from Doctor Who. Yes. Excellent. Doctor Who. And, um, and also Accidental Housewives coming up at 7 p.m. Yeah. So there we go. It's not a bad bunch of content right there. I'm going to mute you. Yeah, it's going to okay. All right. All right. You guys are fantastic. As we said, go ahead and send us an email, and uh, Sarah will be back running the music next week, so you can uh, expect that it'll be better. Also, Whoever's watching me on the webcam, I'm going to find out, and I will be watching you back. Seriously, that really is unnerving that somebody might be watching me on the webcam. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. We will be back 
on Monday with or Friday with more fun employment radio. Oh my god, dude, I'm so damn tired. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.